An irony of human life is that we all possess a higher purpose, yet many of us have no idea what it is. Have you ever asked yourself, what is my purpose here? Am I meant to do more with my life than take care of myself? So how do you discover your higher purpose? And in this episode, this Rewind episode, we're going to dive a little bit deeper with this interview I did with Robert K. Third on how to lead your life with a greater purpose. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another week of the Maximize Your Brand Podcast. So excited that you're with us again this week. I hope that you have had a great, productive week thus far as we are moving on in the year. Well, this week we have another Rewind episode. As you know, I've been sharing these episodes because I find great value in the content that is in each of these episodes that I've been doing as rewinds. And then also, I'm learning how to really repurpose content so that you can still capture what you need as it pertains to valuable content to help you to really grow your brand and to focus on some of the personal development things that we really sometimes take for granted in order to really move our lives forward. And so this week, I'm going to be sharing with you an interview I did with Robert Kennedy III. Robert Kennedy III, who is someone that I highly respect as a speaker, as a coach, who been, I've been following for several years. And he and I did a great podcast episode on the idea of leading your life with greater purpose. And I know you hear me talk about purpose a lot on my episodes, and that's because I believe it is the foundation of your success, that knowing your purpose and following your purpose and really paying attention to the alignment of what your purpose is leading you to do is so important to you having a very fulfilling, successful quality of life. And so this episode is going to be one that really helps us to hone in on understanding why purpose is so significant in you having a greater life and having a more fulfilling experience as you strive to reach your goals. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have some coaching slots open and I have been doing laser coaching with clients over the last couple of months. And last month, I ran a special offer for this unlimited laser coaching offer during my birthday month. And I'm going to extend that offer in June as well. And here's what you get. The offer is all about unlimited laser coaching for your business or business idea. We will meet by phone for 15 minutes, 30 minutes on your first call to confirm what your business goals are, to identify the steps that will 
help you get where you're trying to go. And then also we'll be providing you homework in between those laser coaching sessions. Here are the rules. You schedule as many 15-minute laser coaching sessions as you would like over the next three months. And each time that you have a session, you'll do your homework. And before you can schedule your next session, you will need to make sure that that homework is complete so that we can make things happen and implement the things that we talked on the session. You can schedule as many as you would like as long as you do the homework from each session. So if you're interested in the laser coaching, all you have to do is go to www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching and pick whichever package you prefer. I look forward to you joining me in my laser coaching sessions. Once again, that's www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. Welcome to another episode. I am so excited to be sharing with you today's guest. You know, every week I try my best to identify individuals who are individuals of impact and influence and who are really moving in their purpose and doing the work that they were created to do. And today's guest is not going to be a disappointment as well, because he is a man who I have been following for about a year, year and a half now, who's been doing some great work in the area of personal development, self-help and empowerment, as well as leadership. And so we are going to be interviewing today Robert Kennedy III. And let me tell you a little bit about him, and then we will get into today's podcast episode. Robert is a trainer and teacher at heart. After 10 years in the classroom as a science teacher in the state of Massachusetts, he has founded and ran several businesses, including an online training development firm. Currently, he speaks and trains organizations on leadership communication and relationship building. He is a Toastmaster, but what he is most proud of being is a father of three amazing kids and husband of one phenomenal wife. So today's guest is Robert Kennedy III. Welcome, Robert. Hey, how's it going, man? All is well. Thank you for accepting the invitation to come on the podcast. You know, our mission here is really to help individuals succeed and lead on purpose. That's right. And I know that you know a lot about leading on purpose because you have a podcast that's named Leading with Purpose. And so this is going to be a great, great interview. Now we're going to go ahead and get into today's show. So, Robert, I gave a brief bio of who you were. Why don't you kind of take us a little bit deeper into your life, um, your uh, progress over the past couple of years, and just talk a little bit maybe about your business as well. Awesome, man. Well, I, I, I'll take you past the past couple of years. Okay. I, you know, as you read, I was a teacher, and I was in high school for seven years. I taught middle school one year, and then I was online college for two years. And that was in the state of Massachusetts. And when, while I was teaching, I actually started two businesses. There's, you know, this entrepreneurial bone, I guess, in me. So my very first business was a, an online gospel music promotion portal. 
and it was something where we we interviewed gospel artists and it was kind of crazy how that that even started i was i was sitting with my wife and we were kind of going through our budget and she said to me hey you're spending too much money on cd's right <laughs> <laughs> so i said you know what this i was big music buff was in singing music groups and doing all sorts of stuff and i said i can't live without my cd's and i've got to find a way to get to have the latest. I can't have the old stuff. I got to know what's fresh, what's new. So what I did was I, I don't remember how the idea came about, but I called up the A&R representative at Sony Records. Wow. And I said, hey, listen, um, I want to speak to one of your artists. I want to do an interview with them and I want to, I want to get them on this, this website. And they said, yeah, what's, what's your, what, what's your website? I said, okay, I'll send you the information later on this week. And at that time, when I made the call, I didn't have a website. Right? I knew nothing about building websites. So in that, in the few days, I learned how to code HTML and wow. I built a website. I got a domain and then I called them back or I sent the information via email, said, hey, here's the website. Check it out. They checked it out. They said, all right, cool. Looks legit. And they, <laughs> they sent me the information for their artist and set a date to interview him. And they sent, you know, that that started to just blossom into other relationships. You know, and here's the big thing. I started getting lots of CDs, man. <laughs> right? wow. So I started getting that. So I, that made me just a little bit bolder to begin calling PR companies, calling uh, just other labels, maybe smaller labels, larger, whatever it was, I was just calling to interview their artists. And then before you know it, we got, I connected with this guy who had a, an online radio, internet streaming radio, and we put our heads together and then we put the radio station and my site together. And that brought us up to the number three ranked site in our in our genre for nationally or internationally wow. actually so it was kind of it was a great time and so so coming out of that was a some of the artists that i interviewed they themselves didn't have websites right mm -hmm. so business opportunity ding 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 so i started to i got my brother and a couple other people and we started we put together a web development company and started building sites for some of these artists so those were my first two businesses, man. And so I, I left the state of Massachusetts and I, I was still working full time at the time, came here and about 10 days after we moved to Maryland, lost my job with my online uh, teaching hmm. job. And so I started contracting in the area of training and instructional design for a little bit and then decided about seven or eight months later that I would start a training company, which which I did, and then from there kind of flowered into training business consultants or training small business owners and company leaders and, and startups. And so that's been the story, man. Wow. So you had a very interesting start or, you you know, as you were talking, one of the things that I gathered was the fact that you found needs. Yeah. And needs found you, and you were <laughs> able to create, you know, opportunities that created income for you because you realized a need that was in the marketplace and you were able to uh, solve that particular problem. So that's really good. Right. Well, you know what, man? I It, it may come out that way in the story, but I don't know if I thought that in my head. 
at the time. Right. I think, you know, of course, the, the first need for me was was getting some CDs for free. And so that that need wasn't the marketplace's need. It was mine. It was yours. At the time. So <laughs> we were innovative in in creating that or creating a way for that to happen. And, you know, of course, at that time, there was no we didn't really have Google and all that stuff to kind of look up how do you start a business or how do you run a business, et cetera. But, you know, I, I didn't know anything, man. I was just kind of figuring it out as I went along and, you know, God, good favor and <laughs> just the desire to move forward kind of put some things in my lap, man. That's good. That's good. So one of the questions that I always ask every guest is a question of purpose, a question yeah. That really is the foundation of the show. And it's really birthed or founded upon this quote by Miles Monroe that I have adopted for myself, for my business, and for everything that I do. And the quote goes like this, that the greatest failure or tragedy in life is life without purpose, Mm. life with no direction. But this is the favorite part of the quote that I like. He says, moreover... Life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And so what does purpose or why is it important for individuals to identify and know what their purpose is in life? Well, you know, that's it's important on a, on a, on a simple scale, because you've, you've got to have direction, you know, somebody that is deciding that they're going to, they just want to go on a trip is going to be driving somewhere with, and they don't know where they're going. If you don't plug something into a GPS, then you're just going to be going. And if you happen to drive by a gas station and somebody says, go left, then you're going to go left. Right. You know, if you dri- and drive some down the street and somebody else says, you know what, I think you should turn around, then you're just going to turn around if you don't have where you're going in mind. And one of the things that, that happens to a lot of people, they get overwhelmed by the concept of purpose because they kind of think like, oh, my gosh, there's this one thing that I've got to do, this one big thing that I've got to do in the world. And until I find that one thing, I'm just wandering. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's just this this overwhelming weight that a lot of people put on themselves. But the truth is that purpose, it it might be a journey, you know? So using that same analogy of somebody driving, let's say that they're driving cross country, the first part of the journey might simply be driving from Maryland to Atlanta. And then once you get to Atlanta and you do what you're supposed to do in Atlanta, then your next leg of the journey might be to Huntsville, Alabama. You know, and then you do it. And then the next leg might be to New Orleans and then you kind of work your way. And then once you get to Cali, if that's where you're supposed to end up, then, you know, you kind of look back at the journey and it makes sense. Right. Then. But the first part of this is really just you deciding, you know what, I'm not sure of what my purpose is or what it is that I've got to do, but I've got to do something. I'm going to start the journey and I'm going to take a step. I'm going to look and move towards something today. That's good. You know, understanding and knowing what that purpose is, is key. Yeah. But sometimes it is trial and error. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is trying certain things to really see what resonates with you and your passion and, and what it is that excites you. Yeah. I like what Oprah said. She said that there are two most important days in your life. And she says that it's the day you were born 
and the day that you find out why. Right. But the day that you find out why has to come from opportunities or experiences that you had along the way to introduce you to the why. Right. So really understanding and knowing your purpose is key to really getting to the next place that you want to get to in life. I always use the navigation system cliche or use it as a story. Really, purpose helps to give you navigation, helps to give you direction. That's right. And when you put those coordinates into the navigation system, the navigation system takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Right. When you tap into your purpose, when you tap into the thing that you were created to do, that you were formed and fashioned to do, it takes you from where you are to where you want to be. It's in alignment with the coordinates, with the gifts, with the talents, with the ability that you've been given to given naturally. Right. Your purpose is in alignment with those things. And if we learn to hone those things and we really learn to really begin to excavate what it is that we know excites us, we have passion for, that we would get out of the bed every morning to go do, yeah. then we have an opportunity to really get to that place of desire, that place of destiny, that place what I would call favor. Right. Yeah. So how has knowing your purpose, how has knowing why you were created, and how has knowing your passion really informed you in your life and in the businesses that you've done? Well, you know, I it's I, I don't I wouldn't say that I always knew it. Mm-hmm. And so if I had to put a time frame on it, it's probably been maybe the last two or three years that I've been more clear uh, about what it is, you know. And, and so in, in the process of getting there, I had to be willing to to dream. I had to be willing to not listen to some degree to what other people's thoughts and expectations were, or I'm going to not even use the word expectations, limitations that, that people put okay. on, on, on me. So, you know, sometimes people see you in a certain way and they frame you based on their own box that, that, that they're living in, you know, or oh, you're good at speaking, so you should be a lawyer or you, you like science, so you should be a doctor. Right. And so those were some of the things that I heard growing up. And so my frame or my mindset was, oh my gosh, well, I've got to do one of these things. And so when I went to college, I, I did biology initially because, you know, of course, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, what would be good and what made my parents happy, blah, 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 blah. And of course, the Cosby show was on at the time. I said, oh, I could do that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that Who would didn't? be acceptable, <laughs> right? So, but, but understanding after that or finding out that, gosh, this doesn't bring me joy. This doesn't light me up. This doesn't make up the, this doesn't make me wake up in the morning and say, oh my gosh, I'm about to change the world right now. You know, that it, it didn't do that, but I, I don't want to discount it because it still was a part of the shaping. It still was a part of the journey that brought me to where I am now. So now understanding what I was born to do, what, and, and that is to communicate with others in a way that allows them to understand that they can, that they can move forward, that they can do and create great things 
in the world that they can create impact. Waking up each morning and knowing that each conversation that I have is an opportunity to pour and to do just that. That's exciting for me. And so, you know, the business is the vehicle, you know, but this thing that when when I get to have conversations with with folk like yourself, I mean, before this, I was on a call with a with a young lady that is in the field of nursing. and, And she said, you know, when she wakes up, she's not excited. Wow. And we spoke for about 40 minutes. And by the time we were done with our call, she was kind of like, oh, my gosh, I'm excited. I'm going to go do this thing right now. Right. And so for me, that now makes me feel like, wow, I could I could do this all day, <laughs> you know, and I just loved it. You know, so 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 I don't know. Did I answer your question, man? <laughs> no, you. I mean, you did. I think that, you know, really finding that place of excitement. Yeah. What is it that wakes you up in the morning? You yeah. know, I was there, too. I was a biology chemistry major in college, expecting to go on to medical school to become a doctor. Of course, we all, many of us, African-American males who grew up in the uh, 80s watching the Cosby show, uh, 90s, early 90s, who didn't want to be a lawyer or a doctor? And and a lot of times when we're talking to adults and when they're doing uh, introductions or sharing what most students want to do, even today, it's still doctor or lawyer. But right. that's because of the understanding or the exposure right? or lack of exposure that many of us have had. And so I ended up still going to graduate school and at Meharry Medical College uh, to do my master's of public health, still thinking that I was going on to go to medical school and then realized that, hey, Medical school really wasn't for me. Right. But now I had these two degrees in the <laughs> sciences and healthcare. Yeah. And I had to do something with them because I spent a lot of money, you know. Yeah. And I had a decent career, but it wasn't anything that excited me. It was right. just a job. It was just a means to live. It was a comfort seat. It provided me with enough money to do what I wanted to do and pay the bills that I had, but it didn't really provide me a life. Right. It didn't really provide me fulfillment. So when I was laid off in 2014, April the 4th of 2014, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I knew exactly what I needed to do. Right. And to this date, I'm still pressing forward. I'm still holding on to the bloodstained banner, as we would say (laughs) in in church, to get to that place and it's been a challenge but and i've been offered several jobs but i already know what that experience is yep absolutely and i'm willing to make the sacrifices to remain excited about what's ahead yeah and i'm thankful to god for the opportunity so i definitely did understand what you were saying perfect (laughs) moving on to the question of obstacles yeah You know, we like to talk about our successes. We like to talk about success, period. But the fact of the matter is that it is true that every successful person has had many obstacles along the way in order to help shape and create that success. Right. So what is an obstacle or challenge that you've had to overcome in order just to get to where you are today? 
Well, you know, I, I don't know if I would say that I've fully overcome every single obstacle because you have them and sometimes it takes a while to move away from them. And in some cases, you still encounter others. And that that's what makes the journey so sweet. I don't know if you've seen this graphic. There's this picture that uh, there's a guy at the bottom of this hill and it says where you are now. Then at the top of the hill, it says success. Wow. And there's th so at the top, there's a straight line from the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill. And it says what people think the journey is like. And then below that, it says what the journey is really like. And there's all these mm -hmm. hills and ups and downs and, and broken trees and all sorts of stuff that you're going through. So, you know, my, my, I would say my very first obstacle, at least in this part of the journey, was what I mentioned before, losing my job. Mm -hmm. Losing my job when I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't ready to lose it. And I mean, I think I... I, I knew that some stuff was happening because they were making changes at the organization. So I started to look forward a little bit and research some things so that I was kind of ready to move into at least the next place. Okay. But I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to say that I knew that like you, I know the date that July 10th, 2008, <laughs> I was kind of ready for that date. So, you know, moving past that and just being able to say, okay, I'm going to go out and get some contracts and do some things like that. That that was one obstacle. And then in my the business after that, you know, I start I got to the point financially where I made some decisions that just totally blew up on me, man. And I mean, that sent my business into so much debt. There were, you know, we we're about 40 or 50,000 wow. dollars in 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 debt at at that time and you know, owing people owing contractors and it, it was it was disgusting it was nasty and it was it was horrible and so i mean i'm still at a place where you know we're still digging out of some of that mm -hmm. you know but you know you can't hide and you can't go behind a tree and decide that you know uh, i'm just going to shrivel up and maybe you know ostrich like maybe this thing's just going to go away right. you know you you've got to show up every day and you've got to say, you know what, my choice is here. Okay, maybe I can get a job and start doing this. But my other choice is I'm not going to shrivel up. I'm still going to play the game. I'm still going to play big and I'm still going to live in what I know that, that, that God has birthed in me or placed inside of my head, these dreams that he keeps putting inside of me every day. And that's the vehicle. That's the thing that I'm going to use to continue to move forward past these obstacles. And as we're able to cross off each of these debts off the chart, as we're able to pay the last bill to such and such, that's kind of like a hallelujah moment and jumping up and down in the office, man. So that's, you know, you just, you just got to focus on that and decide that you're not going, you're, you, the path to getting past the obstacles is not the one that everybody else has defined for you. It's the one that you decide that you're going to stay focused and, and live inside of what you know in your heart to be true. That's good. That's good. You've got to show up. Yeah. And I like when you say that. you got to show up each and every day, regardless Absolutely. of what obstacle, what challenge, what situation may come your way. You have to intentionally decide to show up. Yep. Absolutely. And I like that because it's a good segue into a book that you have written. Yeah. Uh, 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey of Commitment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the reason why I say that it's a good segue, because we were talking about showing up and 
how you have to really intentionally be committed to show up. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what inspired you to write uh, 28 Days to a New Me. Well, in so I just talked to you about a business blowing up. And uh, in, in 2012 was when some of this stuff was taking place. And I had hired a business coach mm-hmm. at the beginning of that year. Now, <coughs> my business is, is kind of going south and I don't have money for this business coach. I don't know where the money is going to come from. And this wasn't like a $2,000 program business coach. This was a one-on-one $18,000 for the year (laughs) business coach, right? Um, So what happened was in expecting to work with this man to fix my business or to transform my business, what he instead helped me to transform was me. He instead helped me to transform my mind. He instead helped me to look at, you know what, if this thing is going to change, first, you yourself have to change. This stuff doesn't happen in, in, in a vacuum or it doesn't happen with somebody throwing a magic wand or a little pill at it. It happens because you decide that you need to step inside of that, that dream, that vision, that, that new you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I started doing was talking to myself. I started putting these quotes together or whatever inspirational quotes I could find. And I was just throwing them up online and posting them. And unbeknownst to me, people were paying attention and they were expecting it every morning. And one day I was reading this book. And that's the other thing that he made me do, start reading, crazy reading, just reading books. Leaders are readers, what he was what he always used to tell me. And it's so- true. Yeah. And so he, we, I was reading this book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And, you know, one of the things that he talked about was, was doing something consistently, so much so that even if you get to the point where you're old and maybe even have Alzheimer's, then there's some things that really stick, in, in, stick in your yeah. life. So, you know, you've heard 21 days to a new habit or 28 days to form a habit. And so I decided I was going to say, you know what, you guys, we all have stuff that we want to change in our lives. And... I'm going to start on this date and I'm going to do this thing for 28 days. If you're in with me, let me know. And it was crazy. The, the, the responses that I got from it were crazy. People were like, oh my gosh, I got to lose weight. Oh my gosh, I got to do this. I got to increase my, or improve my relationship with my spouse. Oh my gosh, I got this book I want to write. Oh my gosh, I got to start this business. And I've been just lollygagging about it. So we said, you know what, we're, we're going we're gonna to attack this. We're going to do something every day. And we're not just going to talk to each other about it. You're going to take a picture of it. You're going to prove it. You're going to put it up. We're going to have accountability and we have all sorts of stuff. And so we did that for 28 days back in 2012, man. And so we got to day 29 and I was like, all right, guys, great knowing you. Good month. Good stuff. And they said, what do you mean? You're, we're not doing this again. <laughs> so... So we did it. We ended up, we, we started with one group and then we ended up, we had like three or four groups running at one time, man. And so about four or five months into doing this, I was doing these little videos every day. And so mm-hmm. I just started to compile the process mm-hmm. together and it just kind of, that's where the book came from. So just transcribing the stories and the ideas into a book. And then in 2013, May, was when I was able to release that book. And that's an awesome lesson to learn just right there of how you repurposed content. Yeah. 
and how you were able to create your book from things that you were doing video-wise. Right. So that is a whole nother podcast in and of itself, <laughs> anyhow. Yep. So but that's great, though. That is uh, how you stay committed. Yeah. And I notice even in your saying or talking about the book and talking about the program or the engagement that you were getting, there were people also holding you accountable. Yeah, absolutely. When you wanted to end the process, they wanted to continue the process. Yeah. And, and, and part of that was because we don't always give ourselves credit. We don't recognize the value that we have to the world. Right. You know, and so here I am thinking, okay, we did this thing one time. My job is done. Or, you know, I've completed it. And so, you know, good luck. You, you can kind of do that. And you, you can do it on your own. And everybody else was, they were saying, uh-uh. Uh uh-uh, no 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 this is it's it's not about you Robert but there's this thing that you've created there's this camaraderie there's this engagement there is this thing that has energy and power and we've we've gotten value from it and and it's it's shifted our lives to steal a term from the honorable Markeith Braden um <laughs> so it it it's changed how we view things right so right. Now we 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 can't we can't go just go back to life as it was. You know, you told us that we were going to be a new me. So where are you going, buddy? So as we are talking about commitment as you mentioned shifting our lives and really doing what it is that we are called to do. I can't really talk about that enough that mm-hmm. many of us are experiencing the whole, the idea of unfulfillment. Right. Experiencing that there's something more to life than what I'm currently doing because of this missing of purpose, because of this not tapping into an alignment of purpose. So talk to us a little bit about how do I get in alignment? What, What steps would you advise someone to take in order to help them get in alignment with their purpose or with their passion? Right. What do I need to do? What questions do I need to ask myself? Well, the, the first thing is we all have Superman. A lot of us have Superman syndrome and we try to do this ourselves. We try to figure out where we are, what we're supposed to do, how we need to make it. And we try to do all of it ourselves. And, and as small business owners, I mean, they, we've got this term solopreneurs. A lot of us, we're, we're just trying to do this thing on our own. And, you know, purpose and everything that surrounds it is, yes, it, it is part of you, but it is meant to create impact with other people. Mm. And in order for it to do that, you need other people, right? So, you know, starting out, what's, what's the question that I need to ask myself? I need to kind of sit for a second and look, okay, what 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 are what is the thread what is the consistent thread in my life if i look back at everything that i've done if i look back at all the experiences that i've had if i look back at all the things that i was uber excited about what is the th- consistent thread in them is it that i enjoyed you know medicine is it that i enjoyed numbers and helping people figure that out is it that i enjoyed empowering people is it that I enjoy helping people f- 
feel good or just help them look good or create a great experience, having this experience of, of happiness through um, the design of, of clothing or something new? What, what, what is the common thread that, that has happened in my life? And I think all of us, when we sit down for that moment and we look back, we find that. Yes. We're able to see what is the thing that has been consistent throughout our lives. What is What are those checkpoints that even as we ignored them that God was pointing us to, that he strategically placed in our lives as, as little wake-up moments saying, hey, dude, I'm here. This is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be doing, right? right. And so that that is kind of that first moment. But then once you do that and you're able to identify that, then now look at other people that are doing that thing. Mm -hmm. Who do I know or who can I find? Can I go on LinkedIn and find a person that is doing this thing? Can I go on Facebook? Can I go to my church? Can I go to a conference? Can I go to the Chamber of Commerce? Where can I go to find people or someone that has done this thing? And so a lot of us miss that piece and we're scared of that piece, asking the questions finding mentors, finding mentorship, people that can model what it is that we're after. And so I think those are really the, the first two big things. And so once you once you've found those mentors and you've and you've kind of identified that piece, then then simply getting in action, creating a strategy that you're going to follow and getting in action and not worrying about whether that strategy is perfect, right or wrong or whatever it is, but just deciding, look, OK, I, I got some ideas from from a mentor and I'm just going to start this thing today, not not next week or August 31st. I'm, I'm going to start doing something towards this now. And so that action helps you to build momentum towards that purpose and allows you to find out along the way what you need to do, what you need to tweak and how you need to proceed. Getting in action. I really like that phrase. Getting in action. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break real quick before we come to our second part of the podcast. I am interviewing today Robert Kennedy III. He is the host and creator of Leading with Purpose podcast. It, there you can find it right there in iTunes. But we'll be back to ask him our shift zone questions where we give one to two sentence answers to these questions that he may have been prepared for and may or maybe <laughs> not been prepared for, but we're going to go into our shift zone when we return after this commercial break. I want to invite you to schedule your brand maximization discovery session. Whether you're looking for more career or business opportunities, my discovery sessions will give you clarity around your gifts and a strategy to get to the next level. Personal branding is more important now than it has ever been. In today's economy, whether you're employed by a company or yourself, the competition is absolutely challenging. To be on the short list of people who come to mind when key opportunities arise, you have to stand out. And in order to do so and become top of mind for decision makers, you first must take control of your messaging and begin to articulate your value. In short, you must make a name for yourself. 
and I'm excited to show you how. So if you are interested in taking your personal brand to the next level and building a business around your expertise, skills, and abilities, I want to invite you to schedule your discovery session by going to markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. Well, welcome back. I am interviewing today Robert Kennedy III, the creator and host of Leading with Purpose. He is a personal development guru as well as a leadership speaker. And we just got finished talking about staying committed, being committed, which were tools and strategies from his book that he has written. And that book is entitled 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey of commitment. And now we're entering our shift zone and we're going to ask these questions and Robert has an opportunity to give us a one to two sentence answer. If you go a little bit longer, hey, no big deal. (laughs) But just kind of wanted to learn more about some of your discipline, some of your habits, some of the things that you do to help create success in your life. Our first question is, what is your number one ritual or practice you have you have implemented in your life to stay motivated? Reading, reading, getting up early and reading or getting, doing it before I go to bed, at least spending 10 or 15 minutes finding something. I mean, I, I do listen to podcasts and some of those types of things, but, you know, if I'm reading and it's in bed with my wife, that, that may not work as well um, because she wants to talk sometimes. But, <laughs> but reading, I mean, one of the things that, especially recently, and I'm going over my two sentences, aren't I? But I'll just, I'll end this really quickly. The other day, I mean, I had a moment where I just, things weren't working and I wasn't feeling really great, but I was in the middle of reading this book called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And that, just kind of reading that just pepped me up and made me think like, okay, yeah, I can do this and I need to just shift my mind for today because it's possible. That's good. That's a good book by Grant Cardone. I didn't read it in its entirety, but what I did read, it was really good, good yep. advice. What is one online resource, or maybe not so online, that has enhanced your productivity in life and work? Man, that's a tough question because I have so many of them. But the one that I use every day is Evernote. And that's that's my go-to for that's my second brain, man. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the one. I love Evernote. I use. I just recently got the paid version of Evernote mm. just to kind of have more capabilities, more ability to do more things with it. So, yeah. Evernote definitely is a good resource to have. What's one book that's had the biggest impact on you? My gosh. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. That was a book that my dad gave to me about eight years ago or nine years ago. And it just totally transformed how I viewed money and my relationship with it and what I could do with 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 my life and with my business. So, yeah, that, that would be the one. T. Harv Ecker. Yep. Say the, what's the title of it again? Secrets of Secrets. the Millionaire Mind. Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Yeah. What do you do to relax, relate, and release on a daily basis when you're not being the CEO, being the professor, being the 
coach, being the mentor, being the father, being the husband, when you just take some time out for yourself, what is it that you do? Well, all of that is kind of intertwined in the relaxing sometimes. So for instance, yesterday I went out, it was great weather and I just threw the ball around in the base in the backyard with my boys. Yeah. And yeah. my daughter came out after a little while and ended up locking us out of the house. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, spending time with them to release, you know, I also sometimes just kind of sit down in front of the piano, man, and and, and let stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So you play piano. Yeah. Yeah. A few other instruments. But that's that's the one that I've stuck with the longest. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because the next question was going to be, what is one thing that most people don't know about you? Most people? Uh, wow. Most people do not know that I used to sing with a singing group and actually released a CD back in like 2000. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So you sing and you majored in biology and you yeah. were a teacher we got a lot in common. <laughs> yep. yep. We have a whole lot in common. That's good. That's good. Last but not least, what book are you currently reading now? Uh, let me look at my Kindle really quickly. The one that I'm reading right now, I just finished 10X the other day. So now I'm actually reading Living Forward by Michael Hyatt. Yeah, I went to the conference just the other day. Yeah. He had a meet and greet type deal uh, here in Nashville, and I went to that, and it was really good, Living yeah. Forward, helping to, helping you really to begin to create your own life plan that yep. gives you direction once again, that gives you some alignment with what it is that your purpose to do. So Living Forward, I intend to read that as well. Yeah. So as we come to the close of this particular episode of the podcast, you know, we've talked about purpose. We've talked about commitment. We've talked about showing up every day to pursue that in which you have been blessed to pursue. What's that last one piece of advice you would give to someone who's ready to make the shift? Well, I at the end of my podcast, the line that I use is, Life is not an accident when you lead with purpose. Mm. And so that can mean a couple of things. Some people think when I say that, I'm talking about your purpose. That that could be it. But it's also intentionality. Just deciding, making up your mind that however big it is, however small it is, you're going to take a step. And you're not going to wait for somebody else to do it for you, with you, instead of you. You're going to do that. Right. And so... Leading with purpose is the is the line that I would love to leave with everyone. Leave us with that quote one more time. Life is not an accident when you lead with purpose. Life is not an accident when you lead with purpose. I yes, may sir. just change the theme of this show to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But that is a really good quote. Life is not an accident when you lead with purpose purpose. So Robert, tell the listening audience, those who are downloading this particular podcast, listening to this podcast, how can they learn more about you and engage with you on a regular basis? I am easy to find. I'm online. My website is robertkennedy3.com. I am 
on Twitter as Robert Kennedy three and LinkedIn, Robert Kennedy third, look me up there. And if you happen to be on Facebook, you can look me up at Robert Kennedy three as, as, as well. Well, we've come to the end of another great podcast and what a great episode this was. And what about that quote he ended with? Life is not an accident when you lead with purpose. Wow. That sums it all up that when you lead with purpose, you always have a significant reason why you need to live life, why you have to take life by intentionality and create what it is that you want to create. So I hope you got some great nuggets from this podcast. And if you have not subscribed to the podcast, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app and subscribe to the Maximize Your Brand podcast. I'm always excited that you join me each and every week to listen in and to tune in to our episodes. And I don't take it for granted that you support us each and every week. And so until next week, just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care. 